0: Lake Effect brings you conversations about what's happening in Milwaukee and the people, places, and organizations that shape our community. This is Lake Effect Spotlight from WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. This month marked El Rey's 45th anniversary. The brothers Ernesto and Beto Villarreal opened the first El Rey in 1978. They were following in the footsteps of their father, who ran a small store in the 60s that served Mexican immigrants like themselves in Milwaukee. Years later, the Hispanic grocery store has grown to include four stores and a tortilla factory that supplies local restaurants with chips and tamales. It's one of the largest Hispanic-owned businesses in the state. Over time, El Rey's offerings have evolved along with Milwaukee's immigrant community. At first, Milwaukee's Hispanic people came mostly from Mexico, so El Rey just offered Mexican products. As new immigrant communities came from the Caribbean and Central and South America, the store evolved to cater to their tastes and traditions, too. WUWM's Rafael Munoz and Lena Tran went to the El Rey off Cesar Chavez Drive to talk with customers and staff about the beloved grocery store.
1: If you're going to El Rey on Cesar Chavez, you will have to maneuver through the bustling parking lot. The elote vendor outside of the store will be tempting, but keep walking sliding doors are in sight. Once you make it in, you're rewarded with abundance. You can get anything at El Rey. Candy, cakes, fresh cut fruit, pan dulces from the bakery. You keep walking and there's a counter where you can order hot food. There's construction workers taking a break over nachos. Families eating lunch together. And then the produce section. The beating heart of the store. Gleaming piles of limes and Roma tomatoes mangoes, guava, and papaya so ripe the air is sweet. Some people come here with a plan or, in Letoya Williams's case, a vision. We find her on a busy afternoon at El Rey checking out vegetables in the produce section.
2: Right now I'm looking for some vegetables to go into it because I want to make a chicken pot pie soup.
3: Chicken pot pie soup? Yes that ma'am. sounds amazing. What does that mean?
2: Actually, it is going to be my first time making it. I thought about it. Because I like the chicken and rice, but I also like biscuits and gravy. So I've I seen a little sauce, so I'm going to create a chicken pot pie, pie soup with biscuits on the side.
3: That sounds amazing. So, the, so your like pot pie part, the pie part, is going to be the biscuits on the side. It's not the like you put stuff. It's going
2: to be on the side. That's the pie part. Everything else is going to be soup-based.
3: What kind of veggies are you thinking?
2: Peas, some um, green beans, corn, potatoes. The main thing is the sauce. The main thing.
3: Is this like a special occasion dinner,
2: or is it just like... Oh, no. It's just, this is what I want to eat, so this is what I'm going to make.
1: Others come to shop for basics. Everyone we talk to tells us how great the groceries are here. The produce is fresh, affordable, and for a lot of people who immigrated to Milwaukee, El Rey has fruits and vegetables that help them recreate dishes from home. When we meet Janu Marin, she's out running errands with her 15-year-old son. We catch her on a trip into El Rey for a bag of onions. Her son is over by the pineapples, hiding from the mic.
3: My name is Janu
1: Maran. I'm from the Balmer. Oh,
3: okay. My name is Lena. Yes. And this is Rafa. How long have you been coming to El
4: Rey? It's El Rey. I think almost nine years. Nine years? Yeah. Do yeah. you live around I here? I love it, El Rey. So fresh and everything is cheap, right? Yeah. For everybody it's better, yeah. <laughs>
3: Do you do most of your grocery shopping here?
4: Oh, it's just regular. I will come, it's just regular, yeah.
3: What are you picking up today that you
4: need? Oh, just for my son, he will be hungry. He need to be buy some food, and then I will take it for the just onions, <laughs> yeah.
3: How old is your son?
4: Oh. 15 years almost yep <laughs>
3: <laughs> what's his favorite thing that you make
4: for the noodle <laughs> oh, what kind of noodles? so like for the white noodle for the asian just asian store they have it
3: like a rice noodle like, yes rice noodle to,
4: like pho uh, yeah like pho oh, that's okay. similar like pho but, but a different but kind different, right? yep what yes. do you do with it so I will cook meat, some, and then soup for the, some chicken bone or the pork bone. And then with soup, the some fried meat, and then with noodle. Yep. Just so very similar with for the pork. Yep.
1: We're about to leave the produce section when we hear this knocking. A customer is crouched down, wrapping his knuckle down a line of watermelons. His name is Javier. He's from Veracruz, Mexico. La well, sandía, cómo la escoge? Pues, le estamos tocando a ver si,
3: si ya está. Describe it. How how do you tell it's a good one?
4: Like more um, crispy. Like this, it's ready. Ya está listo. Sí, sí. ¿Y
1: qué va a hacer con la sandía? Vamos a hacer un agua. Un agua de sandía. Sí. He one. says he's going to make agua fresca with water, sugar, ice and, of course, watermelon. We make our way to the front of the store where there's a service counter. Above it, there are pictures of the Pope, Virgen de Guadalupe, and the Villarreal brothers. Nancy Perez is sitting behind the counter. She's a supervisor at the store and a long-time employee 22 years. Por lo que las conversaciones que hemos tenido con los trabajadores, familia fue una palabra que dijeron mucho los empleados.
4: I asked Nancy about family.
1: It's something that comes up a lot when we talk to the people who work at El Rey. She says they do become family in a way. They spend more time here at the store than they do at home. They're not just co-workers. There's a sense of camaraderie. 45 years the tienda del Rey.
4: I asked
1: Nancy what impact she thinks the store has had on the community. A lot, she says. People come from far away to find what they're looking for. She says now there's a new community coming to the store, like people from Nicaragua and El Salvador so they're trying to offer them products from their home countries. She says, at first, it was us Mexicans who came to El Rey, looking for products from home. Now, it's them. Now it's more of an international store. For Maria, El Rey has been her go-to store for 22 years. We meet her at the meat counter, where she's ordering pork and chicken for dinner that night. Maria goes to the store about four times a week. She says that all of the receipts in her purse are from El Rey. Maria orders four pounds of pork stew meat. That's a lot of food. I ask who she's cooking for. She says her husband, her six kids, her in-laws. There's 11 of them. That's why she's making two main dishes. She wants to please everybody. Mm-hmm. Is
3: that every day? Is a special occasion?
1: I ask whether she cooks for that many people every day. She says, for her, it's every day. What about all the dishes? I ask. She says, that's why I installed the dishwasher. El Rey has this way of becoming routine even if you don't live in Milwaukee anymore. We meet Benita Joño in the back corner of the store, where she's pushing a cart filled with bags of Enre's house-made tortillas.
2: Actually, I'm visiting from Michigan. I'm on my way home. What brought you here? Well, I lived here for a couple years when I was younger. My dad came here to work, and so I think I was 11 years old. So I made friends with somebody, and we've been friends ever since. So I come here a couple times a year to come visit her, but also... We come here to get the tortillas and stuff, so I take them home. I buy a whole bunch, take them home to the family because they love the tortillas. So that's what I'm doing right now.
3: So how many are you going to get to take to your family?
2: Um, I probably I take at least 15 packs, a whole bunch. <laughs> I got a big family at home, so. But, yeah, that's just, like, usually what anybody that comes to Milwaukee to visit. Any of my family members in Michigan, they always bring back tortillas and, like, the pan dulce because don't, we don't have all that in Michigan. So we do, but it's not like here you know it's, it's
3: not El Rey quality
2: right right so uh,
3: you said that you lived here when you were younger mm-hmm. as a kid did you remember like this grocery store when you were younger
2: and you know I think it was small I think they just made the tortillas or something I, I don't know my all I know is my mom and dad used to have the tortillas and we used to make tacos or whatever
3: So when you bring them back to your parents in Michigan, it's kind of like a reminder of life back in Milwaukee many years ago.
2: Oh, yeah. And they always remind me, don't forget to bring the tortillas and the pandulces. How do you think
3: you'll enjoy them when you get together with your family back home?
2: Yeah, we'll make tacos, enchiladas. My sister, she makes the best enchiladas, so we put the work on her.
1: (laughs) 45 years after he and his brother Beto opened the store, Ernesto Villarreal is proud of the impact they've had on the community. Beto passed away in
3: 2011. Uh, He
1: says that the stores have had a big impact on the community. Parents bring their kids to cash their first check here, and there are people from Puerto Rico that cash their checks from their home country. He says that there are a few places where they can do that. They've done something with the store, he says, that people feel proud of. I ask Ernesto what's to be of el rey in another 45 years. He says that the store will still be here because the grandkids have started working. The second generation, he says, has already been helping. And now, it's the third generation that has been helping. He's really proud of them, and they feel really proud of working at the store, too. We asked people whether they had fond memories of the store, and most of them said no. There's not really any one thing. It's just their grocery store. Maybe it's because El Rey's presence in their lives is constant. It's in the mango a mother cuts for her son, in chaotic family feasts, in the money wired to loved ones far away. The store gives to the community, and the community gives to their loved ones.
0: You can find more interviews like this one by visiting wuwm.com slash lake effect. And while you're there, subscribe to the Lake Effect Spotlight Podcast.